Welcome to Connected, a Christian podcast for young people in Gloucestershire and beyond. Welcome everybody and uh, I'm really delighted today to be joined by uh, Julian Atkins to talk about um, all things to do with e- environment and climate change. So Julian, thank you so much for, for your time today. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, not at all. Great day to be here at Ever Cathedral in the sunshine talking to you Barry. And My role is, is, is countywide climate change coordinator for Gloucestershire. I'm actually covering someone who's on maternity leave at the moment, but the county council, all the districts, the police, the NHS and the local enterprise partnership have all come together to fund my role to coordinate action at a county level to tackle climate change and biodiversity uh, recovery. So it's a pivotal role for the future of society, for the future of the planet. Um, And I come from a background of environmental conservation and management, but I know you want to talk more about how my faith uh, relates to, to that role. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting, though, that all of those organisations, those, you know, kind of statutory organisations, um, see climate as important to create this role. So how does it how does it uh, work day to day in terms of influencing all of those roles? Yeah, I mean, like a, a, a lot of people for you to have try and have relationships with. Yeah, it, it's, with. it's a challenge. You know, three to five years ago, this role wouldn't have existed. Mm. Um, but all of the partners have recognised that it's better if we work together and collaborate and try and share resources yeah. and my role is trying to coordinate all of that long term if we don't address the climate if we don't help biodiversity recover it'll affect all of our physical and mental well-being yeah do you think those organizations that you're working with do you think they are taking things seriously or do you think it's a little bit of a kind of tokenistic thing that we no, really know ab- we need to think about the environment so no a- absolutely all the organizations i'm working for have declared a climate emergency mm-hmm. um they're working to slightly different timetables because each organization is different but they've committed to not just words but putting money in to fund this role uh, and working with colleagues in each of those organizations who are trying to tackle climate change so there is a commitment there and i think that will only increase um you know given what we've seen this summer with you know the drought and with flooding um that is is only going to become more important that we fund this this work yeah absolutely so like you said, we are. Uh, we want to talk about this from a faith perspective. Um, so I'm just fascinating to know from you how you see your Christian faith uh, influencing and impacting the work that you do and uh, yeah, how that all kind of ties together for you. Yeah, I suppose you know, my journey has perhaps been slightly unconventional. Uh, I grew up in a Christian family, but non-practicing. Um, but as a young child, uh, Nature and access to nature and the environment were always important in our in our family. I grew up in the East Midlands, yeah, in a very industrial part of, of the country, and saw the industrial decline with coal mining and, and everything else there when I was very, very young. But when I was 11, we emigrated to Canada. So I lived in Montreal and then Vancouver and got to experience wilderness, really. You know, I was very lucky to have seen you know bears and beavers and Rocky Mountain goats and even killer whales in the wild. And... I think that you know, my connection with nature has always been in the background. But as I've got older, I've realised that 
dormant within me has, had always been you know, my Christian upbringing and my faith. Yes. And that's come to the fore in later life. So I was confirmed uh, in sort of late 40s um, and have been more active in the church since then. But I realise you know, a lot of the you know, Christian principles and Christian teaching yeah. are at the heart of what I do. Yeah. I got into community and town planning um, because I wanted to make the world a better place. Yeah and wanted to improve you know, the environments that people live in and work in. And I realise now that underneath all of that is you know, you know, a strong Christian faith yeah. underpins that. Yeah, And we've, we've looked at quite a lot of stuff um, around the work that Tear Fund have done in terms of um, trying to help young people become active around climate change. And they talk about the, the kind of dual theology of both climate care and uh, creation care and um, the climate issue being a justice issue and, and it seems to me that those two things are real really underpinning Christian faith um, and yet often we don't see Christians particularly responding to the climate issues and that you know I don't know whether what your experiences of, of Christians responding to to climate change whether you think we're lagging behind the curve a little bit hey yeah it's a really interesting question i mean you know caring for god's creation is is, is fundamental yeah, to the christian faith in my view and then you know, what you've been talking about just then in terms of social justice and a more equitable society again fundamental to the to the faith that i hold certainly um when i look at what churches are doing there's an awful lot happening there's a lot of things happening at a local level whether that's caring for churchyards or looking after green space in local communities um and uh, yeah even gloucester cathedral you know i know they, they've put a solar array on the roof so there are projects happening but it's not that visible mm. and, and i get a sense that i don't think the wider society recognize what the church is already doing and i do think we could be doing more as a church community to make the connection between climate action and social justice to Christianity, yeah, because in many ways it's at the heart of Christ's message. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting when you look at um, you know those visible activists globally. There isn't really a Christian within that that's kind of bringing that the Christian message to the fore of it. You know, when you think about Greta Thunberg and David Attenborough and those kind of people, they're the they're the figureheads for this kind of stuff. Um, and it surprises me that we haven't got somebody that's really um, vocally talking about this stuff from a, a faith perspective within that environment so I wonder whether there's an opportunity for us to fill that void a little bit in some of the stuff that we're doing yeah I think ab absolutely um, we, we need those vocal activists who are Christians to to not be scared to say I'm a Christian but I believe in climate you know, climate action and, yeah. and helping nature to recovery um, that, 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 that's important um, and, and I try and live out my Christian principles, but perhaps I'm part of the problem because I tend to do that quietly <laughs> um, in, in, in the career that I've chosen and then yeah. what I'm trying to do through, through my work. And when I look back, I've had a long history in countryside management, built heritage management, conserving the natural and the built environment and making sure that people can access it and, and, and enjoy it. So that's been at the heart of you know, the Christian faith, as yeah. I was saying earlier, has been underneath all of that without me realizing it in my younger days but yeah. now i can see the you know the connections being more active in the church so would you say for you that in your day-to-day -day work your faith is a thing that's 
informing and helping you do things or would, are you quite open about your faith with the people you're working with? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it, it, it informs the work that I do and the way I do, the way I engage with colleagues. In, in a respectful way. I mean, funnily enough, I, I said to my boss, yeah, I've got this opportunity to do this interview. What do you think? He said, no, go for it. And that's given me the confidence, I think, to be more open in the fact that, mm. you know, I'm trying to apply my Christian faith yeah. in the work that I'm yeah. I'm doing. And perhaps we all need to acknowledge that and, and be a bit more open with each other. Yeah. I think that's a, that, that's a big issue for Christians across the board, isn't it? That we're, we're often, you know, our faith is, is kind of in the background. It's a difficult thing to, to be honest about your faith and to talk about these things openly. Um, you know, particularly for young people, being being open with their friends and with their peers to say that you know we're Christians is quite a challenge for us. So I think it's something that we all struggle with. But I think on that point, you know, when when young people are vocal and do speak up, we had a a session in Gloucestershire about a month or so ago looking at how we decarbonise transport. And we had two young people from the Youth Climate Panel in Gloucestershire who were talking about what they saw as the priorities for the future, what their challenges were. And they were really challenging to you know, the older audience in the room. And it was really refreshing, actually, to, to hear young people speaking with that, yeah. you know, that, that authority um, and that command. And, and that's the thing that when I've spoken to people since that event, the thing they remember is, is, is those two young people speaking with such passion about their future uh, and the fact that we have an obligation to the generations that come after us yeah. to, to care for the planet. Yeah, and I think this is an issue that young people are becoming vocal on. I think, you know, that those those influences around them, the, you know, the, the, um, the Tier Fund staff and the Greta Thunberg thing, that young people are recognising that they do need to speak out into this stuff, which is really important. So one of the things that I'm interested in is how young people might do that with, with their churches or to the church as a, as a um, an institution. You know, how would you encourage young people? What areas would you encourage young people to become active and to, to speak into the, the climate situation? I mean, I think, you know, being active and engaged and, you know, volunteering where there are opportunities to, to volunteer. Um, you know, there are plenty of groups in not just Gloucestershire but here in Herefordshire for young people to get involved. I volunteer occasionally with the Herefordshire Wildlife Trust. It'd be great to see more young people coming along and helping out in very practical ways in terms of looking after the environment. Um, it, it is a voice, certainly in my own church community, yeah, I live in a rural part, it, it, it's, it's, it's an older church community so there aren't those opportunities um, to necessarily get engaged but I think we need to find ways to take the church out into into schools and into groups and, and, and have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the barriers are for us as Christians in terms of becoming more environmental aware, becoming more carbon neutral, all of those kind of things? Do you think there's anything that's um, I, that's a good, really good question. I, I, I think perhaps not recognising, you know, some of the fundamental principles around climate change and health and well-being that underpin the Christian message. And I think when the penny drops, you know, people start to make those connections. You know, whenever, whenever I'm intercessing in a church service, I always try and have some reference to climate crisis or biodiversity crisis because and I find actually it's quite easy to make those connections when you're when, when you're writing prayers for, for a service um, so I think it's just trying to keep that present in everybody's everybody's minds uh, and then making the connection that, you know, at the 
root of it, Christ's teaching is all about looking after each other, but also looking after those who are less fortunate. And the way climate is impacting, you know, you, it's very easy to make those parallels in terms of looking after people who are being directly affected. And we've seen that you know, in this country this summer with, with the flooding of the droughts. Having a tangible effect on people's lives, yeah. so wise Christians wouldn't we try and get engaged yeah. in, in action yeah. that, that that makes that less likely in future? So, what other messages do you think there are, for, particularly for young people, in terms of um, the climate and what they can do or how they can respond to stuff? I, I think it's uh, don't be afraid to speak your mind and to speak out and uh, to be confident in your own voice. Uh, and to engage with you know, people older than yourselves in whatever forum, um, because I think you you will find that that your messages are, are well received, and people do listen and people do um, acknowledge the challenges that you know, younger generations know they're having to deal with from the past actions of you know my parents and my parents' parents etc. and and myself included. So. Things I think that's probably quite frustrating for all of us, but I think for young people in particular, is the speed of change. And I think churches can be really sm- slow to respond to things. So I wonder what what we can do to help speed up some of the action that needs to be taken. You know, young people feel like they're staring into a really uh, an abyss that's coming rapidly at them, and yet we're working in an organisation which seems to take forever to make decisions to do things so how do we square that circle? yeah i think that's a real challenge for the church not just with climate change but in just the way it runs its its daily operations um i've i've shared those frustrations in the past not so much around climate action but about you know just maintaining our own our own church so i think there's a real challenge for the church there to think about how it can be more responsive and, and more reactive um and, and, and where it applies resources and support for practical action yeah. in particular. Yeah. Um, but, but for young people, I would say, you know, try and get engaged in your local communities and, and be active in doing good work, yeah. um, which is a part of, of, of Christian life. So, Julian, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really fascinating. No, very, ple- very pleased to, to meet you, Barry, and to have this chat. And yeah, uh, look forward to listening to the podcast when you've edited it. <laughs> <laughs> and what can young people do if they want to get involved in the, the work that you're doing in Gloucestershire? Is there yeah, a I mean, way of kind of getting in contact with you or the words? Yeah, if, if, if you Google Climate Leadership Gloucestershire, you'll see the work that we're involved with. Some of it's a bit dry. I'm trying to find ways of making it a bit more engaging. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of information on uh, on that website, which is hosted by the county council. But if you look at the county council's website through Greener Gloucestershire, there's there's information there. There are various community action networks across Gloucestershire to get involved with, and, and Gloucester for Wild, Gloucester Wildlife Trust yeah. is always a good place to start in terms of volunteering opportunities. Fantastic, brilliant! Thank you so much. For your time. No, thanks, Barry. Really So that's it from Connected. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed listening to our conversations. Do listen out for the next episode and keep connected with us through our Instagram at Connect Youth. We'll see you soon.